0: The $100 MBA Show, your priceless daily business school that costs you nothing with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of The $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's lesson is part one of our two-part lesson on how to build a business on the side. Most of us just can't quit our jobs and start a business full-time. So this two-part lesson was one of the most popular requests we had from our listeners. So I want to deliver it to you. I know how it is. You can't just drop your job, drop your career at the drop of a hat and start a business. You got bills to pay. You got people relying on you. You need steady income. I know this firsthand. I side hustled for over 10 years before I became a full-time entrepreneur. But over the years, I learned what works and what doesn't when it comes to building a business on the side while you're in a job. And in this two-part lesson, I want to give you my step-by-step strategy, exactly what to do if you're thinking about starting a business right now while you're at a job. You're going to learn how to prioritize your time, how to make sure that you have tight deadlines so you hold yourself accountable, how do you make sure you get your to-do list done so you get your business off the ground while you're working, as well as how to deal with funding, how to make your first few sales, and how to grow your business and your audience before you quit your job. We've got a lot to cover in this two-part lesson, part one today, part two tomorrow. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is supported by The Jordan Harbinger Show. This is Jordan Harbinger's all-new podcast, and it's a huge hit. Jordan teaches everything from what you do in a crisis, how to cultivate resilience and grit, how to handle uncertainty and instability, and how to protect your mindset so you're always performing at the top of your game. Every episode is loaded with practical insights and material, so if you love this podcast, you will love The Jordan Harbinger Show. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, whatever you use to listen to podcasts. This has become one of my must-listen podcasts. Subscribe to The Jordan Harbinger Show. All right, let's build this business while you're in a job on the side. The first thing I want to say about this whole concept, about this whole topic, is that you're in a position of advantage, actually, when you build a business while you're in a job. Yes, you can dedicate all your time to the business, but you have the luxury of having a safety net. When you don't have regular income coming in from your job, when it's just you and your business, the stakes are incredibly high. If your business doesn't do well, if you don't make sales, you don't eat, you don't pay the rent. When I side hustled and built businesses on the side when I was a teacher, I was actually really willing to take more risks, try things out there's a little bit of a feeling of fearlessness because, hey, you have a job. You're actually getting paid every month or every week or whatever it is. And worst case scenario, if the business fails, at least you still have your job. So a lot of people don't realize the advantage of doing this. The second thing is is that if you've never started a business before, then side hustling, building a business on the side is a great place to start because you still have to learn a lot about business. You got to get some experience under your belt. You also want to learn what kind of entrepreneur you want to be, what kind of business you want to be in. And that may take some time. And it's nice to kind of do that when there's not a lot of pressure to actually make revenue, to make money. So this is not a bad position to be in. Now, I would suggest just be wary of that. You can get comfortable with that. You can actually plateau in your business because, hey, you're in a comfortable space and you don't really extend yourself because you don't want to take that huge leap of being a full-time entrepreneur. But we'll talk more about that in part two of this lesson tomorrow. But I want to just start with that statement that this is actually a position of advantage. Starting a business while you're in a job gives you a sense of flexibility. You have your revenue coming in to pay your own expenses, your family expenses, And you're using some cash and some money to start exploring something on the side with very little or minimal risk because you have cash flow coming in. All right, I want to start with step one of starting a business on the side. And this is probably the most important step of all. And a lot of people take this for granted. They don't even really focus on this. They kind of skip this step. And step one is commitment. You have to commit to doing this. You can't just say, I would love to start a business. You can't just say, that would be a great idea. I've always wanted to do that. You actually have to commit to yourself and say, I'm going to do this. And I'm committed to seeing this through, even if it fails. You got to be willing to say to yourself, I'm willing to go through the motions and build this business, even if it fails. Why is that important? Because you got to be honest with yourself. I'm going to be honest with you. There's a good chance it's going to fail. I'm not saying that you're not going to be successful off your first business or your first side hustle. It's very possible, but it's also very likely that you'll fail and you got to be okay with that. You got to get some failures under your belt. That's just par for the course for any entrepreneur. The most successful entrepreneurs out there have failed in their first ventures. It's normal. That's how you learn. You don't really learn anything when you win, when you actually succeed. And to be quite honest, from my own experience, knocking it out of the park and being a successful entrepreneur with your first venture is really unlikely. You just don't have the experience yet. That's like me saying, I can perform heart surgery after reading a few medical journals. No, I need to get my hands into the operating room. I need to actually learn how to do all this stuff with hands-on experience. So you got to commit to actually building the business you have in mind. You got to say to yourself, I will only fail, I'll only consider it a failure if I don't follow through and do this thing and give this a good shot, give it a go. Too many of us say to ourselves, I have this business idea, I'm gonna start it, and then after we kind of think about it for a while and put up a business plan, a week goes by, two weeks goes by, and we just let it go. We don't really follow through because we were not committed. You gotta commit. Sometimes I say commit even if you know it's gonna fail. Just go through it. You can learn a lot through going through the motions. So step one is commitment. If you're serious about this, say to yourself, I will commit to seeing this through. I want to put this product, this idea out in the world and have something for sale. That is the goal of you starting your first business. If this is your first side business, that's success. That's what you got to commit to launching it, having something for sale. Whether it's successful, whether it's profitable, that's a different matter. But right now, our goal is just to get it out in the world. So we're a doer and not a talker. All right, step number two, so important, hugely important, something I learned the hard way again, and that's time allocation. You have to allocate time before you even start anything, before you even start writing down a plan or launching a website. You have to commit and allocate time to this side business. This is like picking up another job. If I picked up another part-time job after my full-time job, I got to show up to work. That's what I signed up to. And that's what you got to sign up to right now when you're starting a side business. Hey, I told you I'm going to be honest with you when it comes to this advice. I'm always honest with you, but this is something I learned the hard way. If you don't put enough time into it, it's going to be incredibly hard for you to be successful as a side hustle. Remember, when you're starting a business... You're competing with everybody not just people that are side hustling you're competing with people that do this for 60 and 80 and 100 hours a week so in my opinion if you're going to start a side business the minimum absolute bare minimum time that you need to put aside is 15 hours a week you got to do that that's like really the minimum absolute minimum and that's if you're extremely good with your time you're super laser focused when you're working and you have zero distractions Why? Because 15 hours is really not much. What you put into a week, 15 hours, is what some people put in a day. Really, honestly, some people put 15 hours of work a day. There are months when I started a lot of my ventures where I put 15-hour days. Even these days, I work easy 10 hours, 12 hours, not something abnormal. So, 15 hours a week is the minimum you got to do, and that's bearing in mind that this is going to take a longer to actually get this product or this business out there. Now, obviously, if you could put in more than 15 hours, that's a super bonus. And that's really going to help you propel your business further. But I found that any less than 15, you just don't have enough momentum. What happens is that you put in 10 hours, you put eight hours a week, and you just don't see enough progress for you to be motivated to keep going. And what happens is that after a couple weeks, maybe in a month, maybe even two months, you feel like you really haven't gotten off the ground. And you just think, huh, this is just too hard and I can't do it while I'm at work with all the demands I have at work. So in order for you to get any kind of momentum, you need 15 hours. I would even, my recommendation would be 20 hours really, but minimum 15 hours just so you can get some momentum. Now you might be thinking, where am I going to get these 15 hours? Well, first of all, you can easily allocate five hours on one of your weekend days, like Saturday. Five hours is nothing, especially if you're building something that you're passionate about, something that you love. You're fulfilling the dream right now. And the other 10 hours, just take two hours a day from the five days of the work week. Yes, this means you're going to have to cut out some of your leisure time. I remember when I was building my businesses on the side, especially at the start, I had to cut out a lot of my leisure time, things like my basketball league that I loved, but I couldn't commit to it anymore because I had to come home from work have dinner, and work on the business for a couple hours. Then I wanted one hour maybe just to relax and just diffuse, go to bed because I had to wake up early in the morning. I was a teacher, remember? I had to get up like at 5.30 every morning. So you get the point. You got to allocate at least two hours a day and then five uh, hours during the weekend at some point. That's the minimum. If you can put in 20 hours, 25 hours, even better. Now, step three, you need deadlines. You need deadlines. You can't just say, I'm going to build it when I build it. You can take forever to build something if it's, you know, deadline-free. So you should have milestones for every week. What are you going to finish in these 15 hours? We're going to break down some of the things you're going to have to do first later in this episode as well as in tomorrow's episode. But you've got to put some deadlines on yourself. And you got to hold yourself accountable. One of the ways to hold yourself accountable is to make these deadlines public. A lot of people blog about the actual creation of their business And they say, hey, my deadline for so-and-so is this. And then next week they report it and say, hey, I made that deadline or I missed that deadline. This is how I'm going to make up for it. And they make it public to hold themselves accountable. Some people feel that that helps. The point here is, is that if you don't have deadlines on the tasks you have to complete, whether it's you know, putting up your website, whether it's the marketing, whether it's the actual product creation, whether it's sourcing the product, whether it's finding a location if you have a physical business, you've got to have a deadline. You can't just say, I'll find it when I find it or whenever I have time or you know, hopefully I'll get it done this week. You're just not going to get it done if you don't hold yourself accountable. So deadlines are important. All right, step four, and we're just still setting up our whole routine of side hustling, building a business on the side, and that's your workspace. You need a quiet, distraction-free workspace when you're working on your business. If you don't have a room where you can have nobody interrupt you, whether it's a home office or some sort of den or something like that, you're asking for trouble. If you are allocating two hours a day to work on your business and in those two hours you're being interrupted five or six times, that whole two hours can be considered a wash. Sorry, you just, you're just you not concentrated. You need concentrated time. You need to make the most out of every minute that you're doing this side hustle business. You don't have the luxury of the interruptions. You just can't have it. If you want to get any kind of progress done, I, again, I'm learning this the hard way. I had distractions. I had to have myself in a separate room and nobody bothered me. If that's not an option for you at home, then I would go somewhere after work, whether it's the public library, whether it's a cafe, somewhere where you're not going to be distracted. Now, distractions are not only, you know, physical distractions, people and sounds and places, but it's also on your computer. You got to shut off social media. You got to cut out any kind of distractions on your computer while you're working. Shut off your email client, whatever you're using to, you know, look at your email so you don't get distracted with pop-ups of an email you got. You got to go to town. You got to really make the most of every minute again because your time is limited. So be wary of the space that you go to when you work on your business. All right, now we're all set up. We have our hours, we have our, you know, deadlines that we're going to set up with our tasks. We have our space. We're of course committed that we're going to see this through. Step 1 is that you got to get your idea out of your head. And onto paper, you have to analyze your business idea before you actually get it out in the world. And there's two things we're going to do here. Number one, you're going to have a simple business plan. This is going to take you maximum an hour, maybe even less. Now you're wondering, how do I write this? What do I do? No problem. Got you covered. If you go to 100mba.net slash guides, one of our guides, free guides is a one page business plan. You can download it for free. And basically, it's like a business type of canvas, and it's a five-step procedure where you answer some questions so you know what kind of business you're building. Now, I don't have time in this episode to kind of go through the business plan, the one-page business plan with you, but it's kind of self-explanatory when you download it. You basically answer some simple questions, and it covers things like your idea, your cost, your market, how you're going to market, all that kind of stuff. Fill out this one-page business plan so you have your idea down on paper. Why is this important? So you can analyze your business idea and find out within yourself if this is something you actually want to do and that is actually feasible. Step two of getting your idea down with your business plan and analyzing it is taking our five steps of idea validation video course. Again, totally free. You don't have to pay anything for this. The point of this course and the workbook that goes with it is to force you to do these exercises to see if your business, if your product is actually something that people want. If you just go to 100mba.net on the homepage, you can opt in for this course. You can enroll. It's a seven-part video course with the workbook. Complete the course with the workbook. Again, it's going to take you about an hour to do. The workbook is going to take you a bit more because you actually have to do some exercises, get out in the world, talk to people to validate your business idea. So those are the two first two steps you got to do. You can definitely do everything I just talked about in today's episode in week one. Now, I got one more thing I got to cover in part one of this two-part lesson, and that's creating a minimal viable product. We'll talk about that in a second. But before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Snoring is a serious issue, not only for the person that's snoring, but the person that's sharing the bed with them. But luckily, there's Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet. is a revolutionary anti-snoring product created out of one family's need for peace and quiet. Dan and Trina Webster were desperate for a solution for Dan's snoring. That personal desperation led to a simple solution to a problem shared by millions of Americans. And that solution is z Made in the USA using soft BPA-free material, z is a comfortable, easy-to-use mouthpiece that has been helping snorers and their bed partners for 10 years. Just pop it in when you go to bed and it works immediately. You can even talk and drink while wearing Z-Quiet. Because it works on the simple principle of moving the lower jaw slightly forward to open the airway and prevent vibrations that create that snoring noise. Try it with confidence thanks to the 30-night Better Sleep Guarantee. Kick snoring out of bed, sleep quiet with Z-Quiet. ZQuiet is so confident that you'll be satisfied with the results that they're letting our listeners try ZQuiet risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. Just go to tryzquiet.com. Again, that's T R Y Z Q U I E T dot com and you can try ZQuiet risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. You have nothing to lose except a quiet, restful sleep. Alright, the final thing I need to talk to you about In part one of this two-part lesson on how to build a business on the side is building your MVP, your minimal viable product. And you might be thinking, hey, I'm already going to start building a product or the business. Yes, you need to build something and see if people actually want it. This is a step past doing this course of idea validation and doing the workbook where you evaluate your idea. This is when you actually find out if people are willing to pay money for your product, for whatever you're offering, your service, whatever it is. Now, this doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. A minimal viable product is the minimal version of what you're thinking about offering. A lot of people, when they start thinking about starting a business, they think of version 300, right? The the version that is taking over the world. They think of Walmart. They think of McDonald's when really they just need to think about cooking one burger, (laughs) right? You got to think about the minimal, minimal, minimal viable idea or minimal version of your idea, Let me give you an example. Let's say I want to start a t-shirt company. It's going to be an online store where you can buy t-shirts with digitized graphics of your favorite pieces of work, pieces of art, whether it's Van Gogh's Haystacks at Noon or one of Picasso's pieces where he shows all this perspective. And you're going to make a kind of a retro digitized version of it. Sounds cool, right? Now, you don't need to print hundreds of t-shirts and you don't need to actually design every single kind of t-shirt right now or build a store or any of that kind of stuff. What you need to do is sell one t-shirt. I know that sounds very, very minimal, but that's what the whole point is here. You need to get the ball rolling. You got to find out if somebody's willing to buy it. So if you're a designer or you can hire a designer, you can get them to design one t-shirt, One of your favorite designs. Let's say, for example, you love Haystacks at Noon by Van Gogh, and you want to make a really cool 80s graphic-y digitized version of that on a t-shirt. You get a designer to design it, and you have a mock-up as an image, right? It's not a real t-shirt yet. And you email as many people as you know, your friends, your family, anybody. Your point here is to sell this one t-shirt. Say, hey, here's a t-shirt. It comes in these sizes. It costs this much. Let's say, for example, you're going to sell it for $40. Can you get somebody to buy this one T-shirt? If so, you might have something on your hands. If they say yes, ask them for the $40. Now, if your product is a lot more than $40, let's say your product is $5,000, you're going ask for a deposit. But the point here is, is that you're going to ask for some money and tell them that you'll deliver it once it's created. This is a startup. And here's the projected date of delivery. Once you've got one person, see if you can get more. Some people might say, hey, let's do some Google AdWords to see if I could sell this. Yes, you can, but let's not complicate it. Keep it minimal. Sell to one or two people. See if you can get three people, four people, five people. At that point, when you have, you know, let's say an order of five, you can go and go to a local print shop. You don't even have to go online, or you can go online, get these printed. You're not going to pay, you know, bottom rates. You're going to have to pay a lot of money because the order is only five t-shirts. Even if you break even and you spend, you know, forty dollars in the printing and in the shipping and everything, you're trying to have a proof of concept here. I mean, ideally, you want to make a profit but you want to see how much you're going to have to charge. Maybe you have to charge $60 for the t-shirt. The point is, is that once you have a proof of concept and if you actually sold a minimal viable version of your business, it's fine. You know, one t-shirt's not your business, obviously, but you need to start somewhere. You got to get your MVP out there. So think about what your most minimal version of your business is and start with that. This is something you can easily do in a week. You have a game plan now. You can get started even today. And in part two, in tomorrow's lesson, I'll be talking about what to do now that you've proven that you have a minimal viable product that's successful. How do you build around that MVP? How do you fund your business? How to plan to be profitable as soon as possible. How to build a website, all that kind of stuff. All while keeping your job. I'll be giving you a lot of examples from my previous side hustles as well. All right, that wraps up today's lesson, part one of our two-part lesson on how to build a business on the side. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss tomorrow's lesson, part two of this lesson. And don't forget, tomorrow is Free Ride Friday. Every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our courses. This Friday and this month, we're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build an online course. All you gotta do is leave us an iTunes rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw to win a free ride takes two seconds to leave us a review and you enter the weekly draw for every week until you win all right that's it for me guys but before I go I want to leave you with this I know that this MVP stage might seem scary wow I'm actually building something and selling something yeah you gotta do it that's what business is Everything else is playing business everything else strategizing and taking forever to uh, you know commit to building your business and sharing your idea with the world that's just all talk. Entrepreneurs do. They try things. They see if they work. They see what doesn't work. They modify. They iterate. And we'll talk more about that whole cycle in tomorrow's episode. But the point here is that you got to commit to this. you got to do this. And the MVP is very simple to do. Think of the bare, bare, bare minimum of what your business would be. And if it seems overwhelming and too hard and too much cost and too uh, difficult to do, then maybe it's not minimal viable enough get even more minimal viable. All right, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. Until then, take care.